Hey y'all, welcome back to Just a Podcast. So on today's episode, we are talking about climate change and the environment, so make sure to tune in. We're back. So, did we start off with lowlights and highlights? Yes. Let's yeah. do it. All right. Who wants to go first? Anyone. I don't mind. I think you should go first. Me? Yeah. Okay. Let's start with low light. Um, hmm. I haven't had like a specific low light, to be honest. Ooh, I mean. That's good, though. Yeah. Good on you for that. Yeah. I mean, I've been pretty chill. I don't know. I haven't been exercising. <laughs> As much this week. Usually I go boxing every single day. And I did not go every single day this week. So Boxing is so cool. It's it's, a lot of fun. I really want to start getting into... This is so random, but I really want to start watching, like, fights. (laughs) Really? Yeah, like, okay, I I listen to the Tiny Meat Gang podcast. And Noelle's always... Thank you. She has some cool <laughs> earrings. I'm sorry. Noelle is always talking about like MMA fighting and like Formula One racing. And I'm like, dang, this do be kind of interesting though. <laughs> well, go boxing with me. I, um, I will not go boxing with you, but I will watch you box and I will appreciate the art. I no, would hate that if no. somebody just came to watch me work out. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, you, you do it in like nine rounds. So like you literally like I'm not boxing someone. It's it's kickboxing. It's boxing workout. Yeah. Do you like hit the pads and stuff? Like you do the little Okay, I'm not a boxer, so <laughs> I don't know the <laughs> words. But the, the the little thing that looks like a uvula. Yep, that thing. <laughs> and then you do the, the punching other bag? back. Yes. Okay. And then you do weights and you do jump rope. Nice. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Maybe I should try it. You definitely should. It's only 30 I've minutes. I wanted to. And okay, that's good. I don't like long workouts. Long workouts me, suck. I mean, I am tired after those 30 minutes. Like, it's yeah. a good workout. Anyways, so... <laughs> Sorry, off topic. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, so, yeah. I didn't work out as much as I would like. But my highlight Woo! is... <laughs> Stop already laughing. <laughs> is a song? Wonder? <laughs> oh, my goodness. You guys, if you guys haven't seen the music video, it was... Let me let me explain. It was so artistic. It was yeah. it was very artistic. I wouldn't say I uh, enjoyed it, but I <laughs> you can appreciate it. You can appreciate it. I wouldn't say I liked it, but, but like they put a lot of effort into I, okay, it. Okay, I liked the train scene. That was cool. That one was cool. Yeah, the part. Okay, no, yeah. nothing about the train except for the part when he stuck his head out, and then that yeah, was cool. That was that, very. That's cool. really that was good. Cool. Yeah. And then the last part with the rain. Yes. The, Yes. Was it the, the part, yeah. No. It like started raining eventually. The yeah. wave hit. The, yeah, no. when the wave hit. Yes. Okay, I, I did not like the wave hit part. That gave me too much Frozen 2 vibes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't watch Frozen 2. Like Elsa me walking either. on the. No. <laughs> but it was magical. You guys should definitely watch it. I definitely watched like the premiere and I like waited for the countdown and everything. And I was like, oh, goodness, this is so good. Did you say like Sean Mendes stand like that? <laughs> me neither. I didn't know that either. <laughs> but he came out with the trailer. <laughs> And no, ever since Lost in Japan, I was like, oh okay. Oh and then he gosh. came out with Senorita, and I was like, okay. And then he came out you with were more than like, You were like, more yes. than just okay. It was so good. Oh, I watched it so much. <laughs> Anyways, Lost in Japan, that was so good. Okay, not about me anymore. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> I'm going to pass it off to Amara. Okay. So, uh, my low light of the week, I guess like, Okay, I was gonna say the whole week is a little late, but that's not true, because I'm fine. It's just that, like, it was really stressful this week, because I had a lot of stuff, like, coming up, mm-hmm. but then I didn't really know what I was supposed to do for the things that were coming up, so I mm-hmm. felt guilty not doing anything at all, mm-hmm. but also I needed a break, so I was like, am I lazy, or am I just taking self-care? Mm-hmm. That's hard, that's a hard balance to, to, to be on. Yeah. Anyway, and then I was thinking about my highlight while I was doing my makeup, and then my highlight happened right after I did my makeup. What? Yeah, I know. Literally. I thought you were going to say it was like you putting on highlight. No. That would have been really good. Anyways. <laughs> Glossier Halo Scoop was my <laughs> highlight of the week. Um, no, so basically, I'm on the Georgia High School Democrats Executive Board because I'm a Democrat and I like politics. 
And the school that I used to go to has a Young Democrats club. And my best friend, Caitlin, goes to that school and she invited me to come speak at their Young Democrats meeting. And it was so good. I was really nervous because I don't really like speaking. I feel like I kind of suck at speaking sometimes because I feel like I can't articulate myself well or I just use a lot of filler words and I feel like I kind of skirt around the question topic, mm. but it was so good. I It was so nice seeing people that I kind of, I grew up with, you know, mm-hmm. and I miss them. And I don't know if they miss me, if they didn't, whatever, but it was just really good seeing familiar faces and like them supporting me and it, I just, I just really miss the school that I used to go to, especially today. Yeah. And I miss like the environment because at the school we go to, they don't talk about politics like ever, like anything well, partisan, not just, mm-hmm. anything partisan is kind of shut down. I feel like. Are you saying like within organizations or just as a school in general? In general. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I just kind of feel like our school doesn't really intercept politics in a positive way i mean it's getting better because this is an election year but i remember the first year i went to our school i was like whoa (laughs) this is very different so i definitely missed the open conversation that was at the school i used to go to and getting another taste of that today because honestly like the first young democrats meeting that i went to ever was at my old school when i was a freshman and that was the whole reason i even got into politics in the first place so it was kind of like i was returning home in a sense and I I hope that they enjoyed having me and if they didn't whatever I enjoyed being there (laughs) that was long-winded but it made me really happy today so that's fun yeah Yeah. Milan okay uh my I'm gonna be pretty quick my highlight this week was I got a hundred on my test yeah yeah just an academic Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so proud and um are you are you really Wow. We are all so proud of you. Um, And I'm pretty sure I get bonus points, so that'll be like 105 or whatever, because I'd be on that scholar life, though. Um, Oh. Yeah. Uh, Can't appreciate it. Um, (laughs) And then my low light is to be... I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Are you good? Yep. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. My low light this week was just that I really realized um, that... Okay, I will put this into perspective. We all had a huge meeting on this Monday. And then last night, I realized, like, I didn't get confused about what. Yes, we did. Okay, (gasps) sorry. (laughs) Last night, I was thinking and I was like, wait, that it felt like the meeting happened the day before and not like a whole four days ago. And then I was just like, okay, when I have all of these responsibilities and I just, um, and doing things all day it's really just like all of my days roll into one yeah time time really flies when you're busy yeah um so just realizing that was like man that's kind of annoying this oh that is annoying but i was kind of happy because this week went by extraordinarily fast which means next week is fall break for us yeah it's gonna be fun even though i have a whole project that i need to do even though i'm not doing anything except college stuff it's nice to like not be in school bro yeah Yeah. like it's starting to get overwhelming at this point like come on this is irrelevant and unnecessary please you know exactly (laughs) you know what you guys we should try and like grind fall break and like not make it an actual break. Well, you know, break because it's break from school. I don't know. And then, <laughs> but and then winter break just totally chillax. But I do both. I, I to- like I, I relax feel, both yeah. times. I feel like okay. winter break you can Go totally chillax because the semester just ended, so you don't have anything like outstanding. Oh, right. I always Wait. do. Oh, outstanding. Okay. Wait, okay. you're like, what do you do at winter break? The maybe the maybe since Girl, we're seniors, I don't do anything. Right. Me I find something to do. Apparently, uh-uh. like always. Yep, it's I wash really my eyelids and sleep. Thanksgiving break usually is the one where I. Have oh, I forgot that do. existed. That's okay. Then that's what I mean. Fall break, grind. Thanksgiving break, eat turkey. Yes. Okay. All right. So <laughs> transitioning into what we are talking about. So Amara, do you want to? lead into this because she yes. gave us a documentary <laughs> to watch oh and i gosh. definitely think you guys should watch it and if you have disney plus it's on there it mm-hmm. is yeah national, national wait Geographic. okay so how did you watch it i had to okay i'll explain i had to watch it for an apes project right oh, yeah, yeah i had to watch it that's... for 
apes is an AP environmental science for those of y'all who don't know. So I had to watch it for an apes project and it was about the climate, obviously. And what's it called? It's called Before, Before the, the Flood. The flood. Yeah. yeah. And it's narrated question mark by Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, pretty much. It's like from his perspective on things. Mm-hmm. And it was basically just about how we are literally destroying the planet. Like everything that we're doing right now is just contributing to the end of the world, literally. Yeah. It's like, so scary. Yeah, and we I I mean, I really wanted to talk about it because after I watched it, I had so many thoughts about like capitalism and turning the wheel of capitalism through at the expense of the environment and I was just like I was having it I was I was I was thinking and I was like you know what it would be great to talk about this because I definitely feel like as the presidential election is coming up we gotta be thinking about these things we gotta be thinking about the people who are going to actually advocate for our environment and advocate for our future versus someone who doesn't really care about our future and only cares about feeling big business and the economy and all of that. So, yes. Yeah, so I know that, like, whenever I watch, like, um, would, would that fall under a documentary? That was yeah. definitely a documentary. A documentary? Okay. Yeah. Whenever I watch documentaries that talk about, you know, like, what is going on and just seeing how much the world has kind of, like, deteriorated, it's, like, so sad because... I feel like I just want to save the world, you know? Like, I want to be the superhero and just, like, saves the world, you know? Yeah. But, like, realistically, it's collective. Like, it has to be a collective decision for people to want to make a change, especially for um, climate change. Mm-hmm. So, watching the documentary, I I actually didn't finish it all the way. But from what I got through, it was, like... Yeah, it was I kind of sprung it on you last minute. I'm sorry. No, but no, I was no. like, oh my god, we need to talk about. It. No, I mean, it was it was really good, but it's it just was. kind of frustrating how yeah. I feel like our society is more into like the easy route mm-hmm. into the sustainable route. Um, is that the word sustainable? Rather than sustainable, yeah. yeah, rather than the sustainable. I think Ra- like, there the we go. definition of sustainable is using things at a rate. From which it can be replaced by exactly so that you can sustain yes for example like people say that you know how there's like renewable and non-renewable resources so people were like when i was in elementary school they said oh trees are a renewable resource because they can be replaced faster than we cut them down but i feel like at this point we're cutting down trees faster than they can be replaced i don't think trees are renewable anymore they're not yeah and i don't think water is renewable anymore either Oh, definitely not like all of these things that Maybe we grew up learning, like, oh, we have so much time until everything starts to explode. Like, no, we are right around the corner from that. And it's genuinely scary because I feel like I can just see. Yeah. I know I can't see, like, the smog in the air and I can't see these things burning and all that. But, like, you see the wildfires in California and you just see And even smog in California. Even the smog in California. Smog in literally everywhere. And you see all the pollution, like, when you're driving down the road, it's just kind of natural to see, like, cups on the ground and cigarettes on the ground. And, like, that's just, it's become normal. And I feel like that is not. It shouldn't. Yeah. And by all means, we're not saying we're perfect. Like, we're not saying. I know many people are going to listen to this and be like, Amara, she is not sustainable. But, like, I would say that I am more sustainable than the average bear because, (laughs) I, I know how people live. I know how my family lives. But then I also know how people who are much more sustainable than me live. Like, yeah. my Aunt Farah in Connecticut. Oh, my gosh. Oh, queen. my God. She's literally a queen. I love her. And I know she listens to this. Hi. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. Why did I wave things? I literally waved at the microphone like she can see me. Well, no, I waved at you, so. Basically, Hi. when I went to her house over the summer a couple, oh, it was two years ago. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Two, well, one. Two, one. Recently, I went, <laughs> I went at some point, and she only allows her kids and family to take ten minute showers, and you have to turn off the oh. water while you're soaping up and stuff. And there's a timer, like you can't go over. The t- she let me go over the timer because I was a guest, but I felt guilty taking like my forty five minute shower, <laughs> and I don't do that anymore. At anybody who I've told I take hour long showers to, I don't do that anymore you because, have, well, I've definitely done that before, but. Oh. I, I used to make it, like, an everyday occurrence. Like, I used to take 
hour-long showers, like, every single day. And I was like, you know what? I am literally wasting so much water right now just standing here and literally contemplating nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just standing here. Next time, try going out in the rain. You can do the same thing. Oh, my gosh. Well, the rain's not hot. Oh, it's got to be hot? It has to be, like, steaming, bro. Yeah, but she also does compost. And she, yeah, she recycles, she reuses everything. She remodeled her entire house in a sustainable way. Can I come visit? (laughs) Can I come visit? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, like, I know I'm not necessarily the savior, and we're not all the saviors of planet Earth, but we think it's important to talk about this stuff because, like, it's literally around the corner. Yeah. And we'll get into, like, how difficult it can be for just, like, everyday not townspeople, but just, like, normal people yeah. to actually try and really effectively live sustainably. Gotta work at it. Yeah. yeah. Really, really hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But did you, did you, what were you No, I want to um, ask you, how do you feel about the topic before we dive into, like, um, our, all of our the- Our speaking points. Okay. Right, yeah. Because um, we do have speaking points. We do. <laughs> yeah. So I think I also didn't quite finish the documentary, but I think hey. it was, <laughs> I think it was great. The The parts that I did watch, um, it really, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Um, and I really commend Leo DiCaprio for mm-hmm. wanting to do something like that. And it just seems like he's always been, had interest in that. And um, one of the things that they brought up was that, so many people, especially at the beginning of his his journey and um, like advocating for the environment in the public eye, so many people were bashing him like on the news and just saying, what does this celebrity, this A-list actor know anything about the environment and, mm-hmm. and what we should do? And that just goes to show like, even if you are someone who is generally like respected and you're in that that space of like where everyone's watching what you're doing and so many people do listen to you, they're still like, he was completely belittled and there's still like people who just will not listen and will not take the time to listen and stop and hold their uh, ideas and, and uh, consider what someone else is talking about. And so that was just very eye opening for me. To piggyback off of that though, everyone was belittling him and everyone was like, oh, what? like you said, well, what, is, what does Leonardo DiCaprio know anything about the environment? But honestly, like, I think when you have a platform as big as he does, mm-hmm. it is your responsibility yeah. to advocate for this stuff. Because you have millions and millions of people who look up to you. And they're the ones that listen to what you have to say. They watch your Instagram stories. They read your captions. They follow you on Twitter. Like, they keep up with you. So if you show them, like, hey, this is important to me. It's going to be important to the people that you yeah. influence, too. Like, yeah. this even kind of ties back to, like, during the whole Black Lives Matter movement, people were, like, getting mm-hmm. on their favorite celebrities being like, hey, why haven't you talked about yeah. this yet? Mm-hmm. And obviously, this is kind of a more long-term issue. People haven't really been – I mean, people have been speaking about this, but it's not – there's not been one major event that has caused everyone to be like, oh, my God, the climate, you know? Mm-hmm. But I feel like by him starting the conversation – he was able to open it up for discussion for other A-list celebrities, you know? Yeah. And I feel I, like that just, that just didn't happen after. I didn't yeah, even know he did this. Exactly. Like, the only thing is, he's been doing this for at least 20 years. What, he's, he's probably about in, in his 40s now. Mm-hmm. And they talked about him being in his 20s, literally interviewing the president. He, he interviewed it. Yeah. And yeah. Bill Clinton. Yeah, that was like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's been years and years, and he's thought about this for in, his entire life. Obviously, he's learned a lot more um, during his journey, but like for him to be doing this for so long and just now producing a, a movie and like people still aren't listening, it's really unfortunate. Yeah. And oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, you go. No, no, no. I was just saying, like, it can kind of be like a two-side battle because it's like okay he has his platform and if he doesn't say anything then people are like why aren't you saying anything but then he does say something and then people are like you're just an actor you know yeah um so it's like okay like what are you supposed to do but never exactly never be afraid to stand up for what's right for sure seriously um yeah i just think that is 
very important yeah. to I say. I don't care if people think I'm being performative because I know that I do stuff. You know? If, that's like, the thing. If you're not being performative, then you absolutely shouldn't worry about that. But you, if you are, maybe think about actually caring about something. the things that yeah. you're posting about. Like, Leo, sure, maybe he posted about it, but he also went to, like, the United Nations summits they, and stuff. They and he, invited like, him. Yeah, he went to, like, all these places and saw, like, the glacial ice melting, and he saw in India when the crops were overflooded mm-hmm. because of the heavy monsoon season. Like, he saw it, and that is way more than any of us can say. Yeah. So, I know I have never seen a glacier melting. I don't know yeah. about y'all. No. <laughs> I mean, when I saw it on my phone the other day in the movie, that was pretty crazy. <laughs> I know, it impacted me, and imagine him being there, yeah. seeing it happen. Like, yeah. that gives you some sort of merit, I believe. Yeah. For sure. Like, he's taken that responsibility into his own hands. Like, sure, he did it for a documentary, but, like, he still did it. Right, and that's a great medium. Like, if people hear, oh, Leo DiCaprio started made a documentary, that is going to bring people to watch it. And then when people see all of the things that he saw, it's going to... It's going to spark something in some people, yeah. like it did us. Leo DiCaprio, uh, we thought something after seeing your movie. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, as if he's yes. listening. <laughs> he's definitely um, listening. Oh, yeah, because you sure. invited him to listen, didn't you? You sent him a link. I did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely. Um, so moving on to our next speaking topic is capitalism. So this mm-hmm. is very important because capitalism i feel like our world has come into such a money focused world Mm -hmm. um where things aren't even taken into account that should be taken into account um i know amara you had big feelings on this oh my gosh yes so i was thinking about it and i while i was watching it the documentary is it while i was watching the documentary (laughs) I was like, all of these huge companies, huge companies, like they listed some pretty, yeah. pretty A-list companies, yeah. like ones that you would well, definitely like know. Frito like Lay's, de- oh, Doritos. Did was that yeah. was that farther in it? No, I I saw them talk about like gas, like the gas station, palm tree oil. Like, well, like okay, so basically the reason I got that was from. They were talking about how they're clearing the rainforest in Indonesia in order to make more room for palm palm mm-hmm. oil like mm-hmm. plant i don't know if it's a plant or if it's a tree but they make they're making it's, it goes into vegetable oil i think is what they yeah well basically they're trying to cut down the rainforest to make more room for this palm oh oil which goodness. goes into like everything we eat yeah like, everything we so eat. many brands you know yeah and like you may not think that you buying doritos is like killing a rainforest but it is because even though you're not directly chopping down that tree and you're not directly <laughs> killing that exotic animal that's going to cure cancer like yeah you're still allowing it to happen by consuming the goods mm-hmm. and what i was thinking was okay so there are all these huge massive corporations right now but they are willing to do what they're doing at the expense of the environment for a profit that they won't even be able to spend if the world just dies yeah they were <laughs> like, talking about a lot of like animals um, and they had to be, like, put into, like, a different type of home, um, because they were, like, in cages and things like that, and they were the only animals that survived. Orangutans, right? It was orangutans, but it was, it was more animals, right? I just remember the orangutans. Me too. I do remember the orangutans. <laughs> I love orangutans. They're so cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just sad seeing that just that cage, or a couple of cages, is the whole forest amount of orangutans. I know. Just that's... because like palm oil you know but we're gonna get into this later i feel like now it's so hard to escape because so many companies have incorporated that in their food or it's not even food and whatever it is is so hard to escape that product it's like rely on it exactly it's like we can't live without so like we can't live without gas because we drive every single day that also goes into that it's like trying to buy something with no sugar and going into a store like with no grain of sugar like you'd be surprised how much sugar is in things and 
I don't know. like high fructose corn syrup too. Like exactly, that is in literally everything. It's in everything. It's even in stuff that you wouldn't exactly, think. Like yeah. I was, I remember I was reading like the packaging on one of those. Like I don't really eat like snacks, like yeah. Cheetos and Doritos. I just I'm not a snack person. But I think I was reading like maybe Hot Cheetos the label. I don't know why I was reading it. I just kind of <sighs> wanted to. I do that. high fructose corn syrups in there. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, what do I do? Because, like, once I saw all the brands pop up on the screen, I was like, what? Like, how do you escape that? Like, I have to get gas, even though I literally feel guilty every time I get gas. I, I wish know I could walk, but that- it would take me really three hours to I walk mean, to school. I mean, I would love to get a Tesla. If you want to send me a Tesla, feel free. David Dobrik, if you're <laughs> Like, with things like Tesla and, and those things that are supposed to be renewable now, like, apparently, um, for a lot of them, they're kind they're, of not though, aren't they? Yeah, really. Like they're, My dad was telling me. They're remember, not. remember, our teacher was telling um, in biology. Mm. You may not remember, but like the process, maybe somewhere oh, in production, like they're right. doing something that way down the line is not going to be like it's going to be more destructive. And so there's just we've built an entire um, livelihood, yeah, on being uh, like non-renewable. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, how do we escape? At this right, point, because. Like, we're so dependent on the environment. One day, if the earth is just like, peace, we literally wouldn't be able to sustain ourselves anymore because we have literally killed everything it's, that was supposed really to be sad. there to sustain us. Like, in Apes, we learned about this thing called, like, oh my god, what is it called? Ecosystem services. I don't think that's the right word for it. I promise I study, but <laughs> basically, it's the things that the environment does for us. Like, we put a seed mm-hmm. in the ground and it will grow, you yeah. know, because that, those are just the basic functions of the earth that that happen because it that's just how the earth works. But at this point, one of the biggest ones is like the carbon being recycled out of the atmosphere yeah. by trees. And number one, by cutting all of those trees down, there is so much carbon trapped in the trees yeah. that once you cut down a rainforest, you've just released all of this carbon into the atmosphere yeah. and there are no more trees there. Right, they're like there's no more trees there mm-hmm. for them to like soak up the carbon or whatever the heck they do with photosynthesis. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am not a scientist, like by any <laughs> means, but I know that fact. Mm-hmm. And so we have that going up there. We have been overproducing animals. It's called animal agriculture. Mm. Like cows, cows release methane, yes! and methane is genuinely so much worse by for the burping. environment. Yes. Did you? Okay, I don't what? know if you got to this point in the um, documentary, but it was like. One atom of methane is yes. thirty-two atoms of carbon, oh my gosh. and we are literally producing. I thought it was twenty-three. It okay, was maybe one it was. of those. Yeah, it was a two and a three, and it was together, but still, like those. Were... Yeah, they're not that far apart. It, <laughs> it was a large number, and I was like, <sighs> "We like so many of us. I know there are vegetarians and there are vegans in the world, and you are doing God's work, literally." <laughs> well, there's things there too, but uh-huh. I know, but I mean, like. It's so hard for me as someone who's literally grown up eating beef my entire life to just cut beef out of my diet in exchange Mm -hmm. for chicken or fish. But we have literally grown so reliant on these animals for life. And we are like, we are producing them at such a fast rate. Like they're not even healthy anymore. Like we just kind of breed them so that they grow fat fast so we can kill them so we can eat our food but we don't realize that like all of this land that we are allotting for these animals is literally land that is being destroyed like half of the crops that we produce in America is just not even half it's like 90% i think it's just feed for animals oh that's crazy. crazy like we don't even produce that much fruits and veggies that we eat on a daily basis most of it is corn and feed for the animals that we mass produce and then kill. And yeah. that is so unhealthy. Not even, not just for us, but for, for the them animals. too. Like, like, we learned something in apes. I'm sorry, I'm just like talking. No, but we learned something in apes where like, we are literally killed off so many species of domesticated plants and animals. Like, we only consume seven species of like, poultry, pigs, and, and cows. When there should be so many wild mm-hmm. ones. yeah. It's, it's crazy. I, I watched something. It was years ago in AP Human. And it... it oh, it was. It <laughs> was, guys. I watched it too. <laughs> I have not been able to look at, like, a chicken sandwich the same. Like, just seeing what these animals are put... Ooh, 
No. But then it's just like, do I just cut all of that out when I've been growing up eating that? Yeah, but like, it's so hard. Exactly. So we will continue this conversation and we'll be right back. All right, guys. We are that so okay hey but they they need us to talk about they do because they can't talk to us we need to talk for them yeah moo moo and burp out their methane and we gotta we gotta gotta clean up the math yes (laughs) we have to interpret it um but okay so that's the thing you mentioned like it's hard to cut out all the all of these meats and and just all of these insustainable habits that we've developed over our lifetime but things like going vegetarian and going vegan and like cutting out these animal products and stuff, like I've heard that that's not the most sustainable either. Like there's there's lots faults there. So I think just like the big idea is with the way that society is today, it is so hard to even put a foot forward and try and change mm-hmm. what's going on. It's yes. so hard. And hopefully with us talking about that, um, you know, we just hope that you guys just at least like realize these things. I'm sure you guys have, but um, definitely if you do have time, please watch before the flood. It was so good. Yeah. It was really and other good. Documentaries. And I mean, kind of on the more political side of things, because that's like how I'm thinking. Basically, the whole point of the document document documentary <laughs> was Leo DiCaprio eventually going to sign the Paris Accords I think that's what they're called Paris Accords Paris I'm Treaty sure. I'm pretty sure it's the Paris Accords and it's like this international environmental treaty and it was even though it, it was a step in the right direction I feel even though it wasn't gonna solve you know everything right away it was still a good step by world leaders to at least start beginning the conversation on climate change yeah. and maybe begin starting investing in these more renewable resources because Yes, for America, it would be very easy for us to allocate some money and build wind turbines and start doing some more renewable stuff. But for countries mm-hmm. like Nigeria, India, it is not that easy and they don't have the funds to to build that kind of stuff, yeah. that kind of infrastructure. And, and the stuff that we're already using that's really bad for the environment, that's like depleting, being depleted every day, that's the cheap stuff that everyone's exactly. going to want to use. Exactly. The thing use. is, they don't exactly. want to spend more money because it's just like taking away from their profits. Yeah. Oh, the wheel it's, of capitalism. It's, as Caitlin says, her favorite her favorite phrase, I feel, <laughs> phrase of the year, turning the wheel of capitalism. <laughs> if yeah. you are of voting age, make sure you yeah. really study and, yeah. and know about who you're voting for think yeah. about and what's that's, important to you yes. that's what it is and what's important to you and yeah. what could save the world because yeah. like every everyone cannot um do one thing and save all of the almost 8 billion people on the entire planet but everyone can do steps to change and so just make sure you're listening make sure um when someone tells you who, tells you who they are, listen to them. Oprah, yes. and she said that quote. Really? Yeah, she said, oh, wow. "When someone tells you who they are, believe them the first time." Yep. Or something along the lines of that. Yep. That. I'm pretty sure it? that's it. Yeah. Um, I live by that quote. I love that quote. And do your research. It's yeah. so important because it does matter and it does count. Just all we're asking is that you do educate yourself and think about what's important to you in the long run yes. because. For me, personally, this is a personal opinion, I would rather allocate time towards the beneficiary of the environment and the beneficiary of our world because at the end of the day, I can't spend my money and fix the economy if I literally have to be figuring out how to take care of myself once this world goes into apocalypse mode. Like, I'd rather take the time and the money now and vote for a candidate that is focused on fixing the issues with climate so that maybe in the future we can start thinking about the economy. And obviously, I'm not saying don't think about the economy. Like, the economy is pointless. Like, no, it is very important. It is very important that we do maintain the economy. I'm just saying maybe we should start thinking about the world, too, because at the end of the day, when there is no world, there is no money going around it. So... It's about balance and priorities and um, selflessness. And also, sometimes it's just about making a list of pros and cons and legitimately taking your feelings out of it and seeing who who 
has the most pros. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to judge you for who you vote for. I mean... That can be private. That's private. Yeah, I know, literally. It does not matter. Just make sure you're making informed decisions. Don't just go out and do something because it's in, or don't do something because you feel like you have to in order to, like, support some ideal. Just make sure you're making your own decisions. Make sure you're making informed decisions, and if you can vote, Please do. Yeah, do you. Be informed and go vote. Um, But, so, we are kind of transitioning from capitalism. We are going to well, touch it, back on... T- oh. It's still about capital- it, capitalism. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Just another section. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. we're, we're going to transition back into that, but it's a different type of subject. You understand what I'm saying in a second. So, we are going to go into fast fashion, you guys. This has been like something that has been on my mind all the time because they know but i online shop <laughs> too much i do also too much i'm always also. on pinterest looking at fashion inspo i'm always like i'm just i i love fashion my problem comes in where i am on websites um you know such at well no, not such as. I'm on websites where they, um, you know, make clothes and it's for a cheap price, but I know what's behind it. Yeah. I know that there are sweatshops in third world countries. Child and labor. Child labor. People are not getting paid enough. It is bad for their lungs inside of the sweatshops. And then they're putting all of the waste into river, like water Oh, it's it's a it's a dilemma because it makes me not want to shop and you know support that. But I'm a teenager. Like I can't buy Gucci. Like I can, that. <laughs> I don't even think Gucci is sustainable. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, uh-huh. are they even sustainable? The the issue, the dilemma comes in as obviously you want to be on trend as right people okay like i would consider myself i love fashion i don't want to be lagging in fashion like i just can't afford the quote sustainable brands and sometimes when you even really think about it the brands that are more expensive which you would think are sustainable really aren't yeah like it was really surprising amara informed me and milan on several companies where I thought, since the price tag is that high, that it was sustainable. Yeah, like, they should be putting their money right. in good places. I, I just, just, what's the, what's the word when you make, assumed, assumed. <laughs> assumed. Yeah. There we go. I just assumed where when you do your research, it's like, oh, man, like, that's not the case. And I don't know. It's just, it's just sad. And it's like, man, like, it puts people in a dilemma of, like, okay, what do you do you know like you can't afford it mm-hmm. uh, but then there's thrifting and there's depop and there's what, yes. what's the other poshmark poshmark there's a there's, bunch of those though like yeah. a bunch of secondhand resellers yeah. yeah for sure but then sometimes that's expensive oh my yes. goodness like, like sometimes I thrifting is expensive actually um what what depop be depop crazy, is yeah, yeah yeah depop be crazy like when um, i go thrifting I'm not trying to spend a hundred on jeans. I'm sorry. Right, no. it, I'm sorry. I'd spend a hundred on jeans at PacSun. I'm not going to spend a hundred dollars on vintage Levi jeans that my grandpa like, probably has. But it's sorry like, about it. it's like, what? What is the reason to spend a hundred dollars on jeans it's at PacSun when they took? It, maybe it wasn't two dollars to make them, but they took two dollars to make oh, them, and they're making a whole ninety-eight dollar profit. Yeah, I know. I I watched a video where it was showing the actual price of making said item and the price it was sold for oh my goodness it was just insane that's what my dad does all the time he's like you invest all this money on stuff that was literally made for five cents it's insane how cheap it really is but then it's a whole story behind it okay bringing it back to like depop okay so i sell my clothes on depop because i would rather someone else buy it for me instead of i just like i don't know i would rather make a profit off of it instead of just like giving it to friends and family because i i need the money for like school and stuff Mm -hmm. so i was like oh depop's a good option so i also really like to thrift but since covid happened i don't feel safe going to thrift thrift shops like i don't know how clean everything is and i don't want to risk anything that's just 
I don't think I need to explain myself for that. But so I've been doing a lot of Depop shopping because I genuinely like secondhand clothes. I think I like the worn and feel. I like the vintage look. I just, oh my goodness, like there are something that I see on there where I know you bought it from a thrift store for like $1, maybe two, and you're hiking up the price to like $40. It's your own capitalism. It's like, I might as well buy this from Urban Outfitters brand new. And also like, sure, you're like one of a kind, vintage, whatever, but also like, I feel like thrift stores are there as an alternative to people who cannot afford exactly. the, like, $50, $60 price tags on a t-shirt at, like, Urban Outfitters, Reformation Revolve. Like, don't get me wrong. Their clothes are really cute, but I just cannot afford that. Yeah. And I don't know how sustainable that is. So I think, okay, thrifting, secondhand, I'm not producing anything new. I'm just taking what has already been used and reusing it again yeah. for my own life and then I will donate it again so someone else can reuse it or I will take care of it in an ethical way. But it's just I see all of these people posting this vintage stuff for like 40 plus dollars and I'm like, "Okay, you're literally taking away from the people who can't afford to buy the expensive clothes." And ugh, I I'm not articulating this well, but it's like what the heck like it's just it should be it's an frustrating i know I, it should yeah. be an alternative to buying cheap clothes yeah. buying expensive clothes but instead you're just making it expensive for for what reason and then mm. you know some places it is cheap it is very cheap and it's super cute it is on trend but i can't help but think what is going behind that like, like what child had to what suffer child for me to wear this had to make that or what um, mom, dad, sister, brother, whoever, it probably wasn't in the best conditions. Because if I'm paying this amount of money to get this clothing, how much could you pay the workers? You know, like, Nothing. is that like, Nothing. I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah. And right. Like, the argument comes in where it's like, okay, but like in America, minimum wage matches the like, overall standard of living in the population. So Instead of paying workers in a different country $7 an hour, we pay them $5 an hour because that's what matches the overall standard of living there. I don't even think it's that, though. No, probably right. not where these countries yeah. are made. I think I, I was reading a book for economics. It's called The Invisible Heart. I had to read it. And they were talking about how businesses would outsource their their factories to, like, Mexico because they didn't have to pay workers there seven dollars an hour they could just pay them five dollars yeah. an hour and that's considered like a not a fortune there but like it's more than they were making mm-hmm. and it's cheaper yeah. for the company but also you're displacing all of these people who live and work in america yeah and you're giving it i mean i'm very pro like it's okay like i, I can't articulate this well but like it's just you're not even paying them a livable wage no. to do this they feel like they have to work 12, 14 hour days, and it's seven in days bad a week. conditions. I watched something Horrible in conditions. Spanish. What was it? Was something in the banana? Oh yeah, like, I forget um, what that was. The banana republics. Yes, like the, we um, watched that. We had to watch it in Spanish. And Milan, we'll yes, she has huh? something on her phone that I, I'm sure you oh, um, want to state. But, but what are you saying about? no, but we had to watch a documentary, and it was about bananas and the was different like, oh bananas or something. Huh. Wasn't like, oh, bananas. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But it was about all of the corporations. Um, Like Chiquita. mm Mm-hmm. Dole. Right. And it was going into the lives of the workers, and it broke my heart. Yeah. I I just can't fathom treating Mm. someone like that. Like, how, how can someone take advantage of another human being? like that it's so mm-hmm. sad and like I just it's always on my mind even when I'm eating I'm just like man like I kind of feel a little bit like selfish that I have such a big plate to eat yeah. knowing that there are so many kids that I don't know if they've had a meal in a week yeah, and to tie this back to the environment I look at my plate and I'm like is this like what had to go into exactly this because think about it, like you eat uh apple from the grocery store but which forests and which trees and which animals went extinct and which 
populations were destroyed and which it's just so much it's like so hard. I, it's so hard to escape i feel like we're complaining at this point and we're not really offering any solutions but like you can't think of any because there's just there's always something unsustainable happening because well, we've just come to the point where there's really nothing that we can no i mean i don't I don't think that we're complaining. I think that we're just bringing light to this. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, no, I into it. Yeah. Complaining was the wrong word. No, no, but I get what, what you're saying. Yeah. It sounds like we're just, you know, just, just like, oh, going on me? and on. Yeah. Exactly. Right. But, yeah. like, we just want to get the message out there that, like, the smallest things matter. In the documentary, did you get mm-hmm. to the point where it was um, – I'm talking to Milan right now because she didn't finish it um, – when it was talking about beef and – with one so. beef patty, it was equivalent to. Do you know what I'm what, what, what I'm talking about, Amara? I don't think I can remember now, but I know a lot of water goes into beef. It was it was something oh, insane yeah, where one person could actually really affect the industry. You know, like just one person's action. You know, so even though it may be small in the big picture, it still counts. Yeah, you may like think it's small, but that's only because of the standards of society right exactly. now and that have been built up for years and years um like basically unwittingly so i i do have a point about fashion but also um one thing is i want to if you have ever watched the good place have and y'all haven't seen it yet, caitlin's favorite you, show it's so good i love it <laughs> um i really want another season to come out but like the whole point of the good place i'm not going to spoil anything um is there's the good place and then the bad place. And you go there when you die. I'm sure you guys can s- see what this is <laughs> associated with. Yeah. But so the... Is that what Kristen Bell? Yes, it is. Okay. Don't spoil because I actually really want I to know. watch it. I'm really, really, really going to try not to. Um, oh, no. Should I cover my ears? Uh, no, don't spoil it because okay. others want to see it. I know. I know. I'm trying to... Okay. I'm trying to figure out how to get this point out. But Okay. Well, I'm not going to tie it to the good place, but the point is that um, your actions, even if you think they're very minute, um, they they make a chain reaction and they have an entire history that you may completely be unaware of. And so the best thing that you can do is just make sure you're, you're, um, you're thinking about your choices the choices that you make and um trying to do the best that you can try and make a difference it it may seem very small and sometimes i think to myself i'm like what am i doing with this steel straw like saying no plastic straw (gasps) i'm like what am i really doing you know but i just have to remind myself (laughs) hey it is it is small but that may save Nemo's little friend. Yeah. Okay. Uh So, yes. I know people are like, oh, I'm not going to do it because other people will do it for me. Or it's like, I don't have to be sustainable right now because, like, oh, a bunch of other people are. But then they, so many other people have the same mindset as you. Like, they're not doing it because they think other people are doing it. But then at the end of the day, nobody ends up doing it then if you think somebody else is going to do it first. It goes back to the chain effect. You guys start. And there are so many ways that I can be more sustainable. So many ways, probably. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to start working it starts, on it. It starts somewhere. And yeah. I may not be Farah, but I am <sighs> I am trying. I only take 14-minute showers now. Hey. Hey, that's a that, 60 minutes to 14 minutes? Is that right? I think one that's fourth, pretty good. One-fourth? There that's, we go. That's less than one-fourth. Yes, job. for my shower. Good job. Um, yes. So proud of that. Um, I want to know what you have on your okay, phone. Yes, because really she has some fashion. So, uh, what were we talking about? Well, just fashion is not the best because yes, fast fashion. Yes, there's all these people in sweatshops and everything, and like yes, that is huge, huge. But also the other part of why like sustainable fashion is so important is like um, I just wanted to get some numbers. This this may not be the most reliable source, but just to get um an image in your mind. So the prettyplantier.com says that globally we produce 13 million tons of textile waste each oh year. Goodness. 95% of which could be used, reused or recycled. And so wow. <laughs> uh fashion waste and it, when I say fashion waste I'm not just saying like oh the people that are walking down the runway that kind of stuff. I'm just saying like clothes in general 
are the biggest source of like waste and and uh detriment to the environment in in terms of things that are disposed in the world um so before and that was a thing that I never really thought about because like I always will take my close to goodwill Mm -hmm. or I'll give them as hand-me-downs to a a relative Mm -hmm. or whatever and so but I guess like a lot of people may not quite think about what they could do with their their clothes after they're done with them and maybe they just will throw them away or maybe they'll have like a sock with a hole in it and throw that in or the trash yeah. or on depop for 40 dollars. or yes oh. or they'll do that <laughs> but this is a major thing and so water weird. which is a non-renewable resource the, uh, the water source all over the world is being depleted um Water is one of the main uses for it is in the production of, of yes. clothes. Yes, and beef, which is what I was saying. Yeah, and and beef. Yeah, stuff where you're like, okay, clothes don't need water. They're exactly. Not, they're not alive. But like the waste is going <laughs> yeah. to the water. And what are we drinking? Water, bro. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, no, so oh, yeah, finish up. So yeah, there's there's that, and uh, what was I gonna say? I don't remember, so you go. <laughs> I have a fact, guys. I just looked this up. Okay. I looked up how much do workers make in sweatshops? This is like this is just un- unacceptable. So from the world counts, it says sweatshops on um, wages can be so low that they barely cover essential needs. Some people work for as little as three US cents per hour. Oh my goodness. Oh my. Often more than 100 hours per week in conditions of poor air quality and extreme heat. Once again, that's from The World Counts. And then it goes back to people being like, oh, well, that's a livable wage in whatever country they're from. Excuse me. Excuse me, three? Yeah, that's that's what I was going to ask. I wonder if that's... um, Because it said that's they get paid under living conditions, right? So I wonder if that's like under the living conditions in their country or it's definitely under ours well, dude i, I mean, cannot throw out three cents okay no i don't you care. could barely do that in like what Girl, like we the have 20s a shortage. i don't even think there are literally <laughs> i don't care what you convert that to cannot buy an apple like no no what three cents dude, in I can't even hour buy a water bottle what <laughs> like... oh no uh, oh oh like, goodness that is not a livable wage anywhere and people are like oh well they will still work so we can pay them however much like no they're working because they need to support their families exactly. and at the end of the day if you're only giving them three cents then their they have kids to work are going to start a hundred and they yeah. have to work a hundred right. hours a week because they literally cannot afford to take breaks they can't afford to let their kids get an education and then that starts the cycle for the next generation where exactly. the kids are supposed to work in the factories to make money for their kids. Like, yeah. How do these families no get out of it? Yeah. How do these families get out of that situation? Yeah. Big, uh, big corporations. I like um, I hope you're listening. So they are people as well, just like you and your families are. So they also need to be able to send their kids to school. They also need to be able to take breaks and not work 100 hours per week because that's just not livable. They also need money in order to provide for themselves and their families. Like, they are human beings. And then taking it back to the environment. I'm sorry, Kenny. No, see, I was was about to go there. Taking it back to the environment, when all these people get educated, when all of them are able to grow beyond the point that they're at now, maybe then we'll actually be able to start investing in those renewable resources for their country. It's growth, but companies are not allowing it to happen because they keep paying three cents an hour to people who need more than three cents an hour to get out of their position. And maybe the standard of living would increase in those countries if you simply paid them more so they could get a better education. Ah, The richest people in the world are being the cheapest people in in the ways that they like increase their riches and it's really just stunting the growth of the entire world it's you know it's just crazy to me how our world can be so money um, hungry money hungry money fast um not not fascinating money motivated yeah and yet mm-hmm. people are getting paid three cents an hour with with all the money Exactly. That is involved. You wouldn't with... want three cents an hour for the work exactly. that you do. So why wouldn't you pay them what you would want yourself? I know, but it's just like with the markup, I know that they could get paid more than three oh, cents yeah. an hour with the markup of what they're making. You know, like there's uh, no question. Gucci there. sweatshirts don't cost 
six hundred dollars yeah. plus to make girl it's probably a gildan sweatshirt like <laughs> it, is, it is not that expensive uh, it is not that expensive so pay your dang workers some more so maybe they can actually move on and get an education and maybe make the next big thing that's going to save our world yeah oh, so I, I am embarrassed to live on earth someone send me to neptune Neptune. Oh. <laughs> Neptune is where it's at. They've been paying too much attention to Mars. We need to be focusing on Neptune. Literally, someone shoot me into orbit immediately. I cannot do this anymore. Oh, man. I mean, you know, we want to bring this back into what can we do to yeah. make a change? Yeah, so you know? I, was, I was... Yeah, no. I was just looking, like, what can we leave um, people with just reasonable steps to try and make a difference and, like, um impact the environment in whatever ways that they can yeah just so that we can you i mean hear things like turn off your lights take shorter showers don't run the washing machine like fifteen thousand times and like simple basic things but that stuff actually works it like does. yeah like actually do it actually it. does and honestly it saves you money too if you're not running yeah, it does. Yeah. fifteen thousand times like yeah <laughs> i mean it goes back into like it's not enough now to just Wait say, for other like, people to do things for you well not even that but like it's it's just not enough like i'm gonna use um racism right it's not enough to just say mm, like no i'm not racist yeah right. you have to be anti-racist you have yes. to be doing an action and like trying to make a change so with this we can't just say oh man like we have to face climate change yet we're just not doing anything about it. Yeah. Yes. Like our actions, they truly, truly matter. And it has to start yes. from somewhere. And we just hope through all of our kind of frustrations. <laughs> I know. Today, yeah, I kind of ranted a little bit, but to be honest, I think it was needed. Because... I mean, it's, it's a huge conversation that should be had. And, you know, like we're so fortunate to be talking on a mic to a computer, like, what? Like, oh, yeah, I know. We're so fortunate to be doing this. Like, we are aggressively privileged. Whoa. Yeah. Aggressively privileged, and we recognize that. We yeah. Know. Do not worry. We know, yeah. and we are. This is a way for us to talk about what's important to us and hopefully spark some greater change. And on that exactly. note, what I would like to say is it is not enough to just do nothing at this point. We are yes. literally no longer on the precipice, we are hanging over the edge of the cliff. And I genuinely am terrified that I will not be able to grow up in a world that is healthy for, I don't like kids, my brother's oh. children, my brother's <gasps> grandchildren, oh. just the relatives in my life. I am literally petrified of what their future is going to look like. And at this point, we are no longer hanging off that cliff. We are literally cliff diving. Mm. So before we hit the ice, which is melting, we <laughs> oh no before we literally explode we need to start doing something we I mean, need to hey if wearing a mask is a big issue like right now oh man just imagine like when you can't walk outside Girl, because the air quality anymore. this is a genuine issue and you if know you cannot see... I, I actually i watched a, a video and it was futuristic it was a youtube video and this was actually before quarantine and he was like wearing a mask um and it was something like with with the tides and things and i was like wow like that's crazy and now i'm just like no like that's a possibility if we don't change we just may be wearing masks you know because yeah. our air quality isn't good we're putting pollution um into the world so let's make that change yeah um and i just want to add one last thing um so a big issue for a lot of people is like global warming isn't real climate change isn't real that that tends to be a pretty huge topic point but the thing is even if you don't believe in those things what you should know is real is fossil fuels are not renewable coal is disappearing dinosaurs they died far 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 long ago i and, literally and love dinosaurs it, oh my goodness <laughs> man sucks that we never got to see them i mean a train i was waiting for it, they though. 
they kind of maybe they're kind of a little bit scary if I see them. But yeah, they. Might I be. just want to go to a dinosaur museum, but I can't see a dinosaur mm-hmm. because they're extinct. They are, and, and I heart dinosaurs. They've been extinct for so long, oh and and to hear that like there were so many dinosaurs on this earth, and they've been extinct for so long, but we're running out of their remains. That's ridiculous. Oh my goodness. So oh, and, oh. and it's you didn't know that? Wait, hold on, time out. What? Coal is like um That's dinosaurs? It's, it's like compressed. Girl, what were you doing? What were you doing in Earth Science? No, no <laughs> I I I now remember. So but I yeah. didn't <gasps> I'm very glad I'm saying this right now. <laughs> That's a T Rex. Kennedy. Yes, Even it my was. brother knows this, bro. It's no, called... I knew it. Well, yeah, I just you learn it when you're like no, Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I just Oh, it's, my dinosaurs. It's compressed organic matter that has been, like, yeah. sitting for millions yeah. of years and has now yes. turned into, like, this whole thing. Yes, and you're that's right. the I, reason I don't why, know why I forgot. That's the reason why it's not renewable. So so maybe maybe um some of you may not know exactly what non-renewable is, but the fact is, like, dinosaurs died such a long time ago. And How are we running the out? way we're the way we're um, using them is they their remains were compacted for years and years and years. I'm talking like millions of years. Those things were big too, bro. Yeah, yeah. and so we're we, already running out of them. They were huge. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're digging into the ground and we're getting those resources and using them to power our cars, our stove, all like we're using them to power society. And they are running out, and they will not be created again. You know, for another couple of millions of years. I, like, that's just how it works. I sometimes wonder, like, just what was Earth like? Like, like just Earth, you know? Like, healthy. without infrastructure. I just, like, healthy, healthy. and probably incredibly like, scary. You know, I just want to see, like, though. like is yeah. the water a lot more blue? Is it a lot more Maybe. colorful? Yeah. It's probably more colorful because it's more species. Yeah. Scarier, yes. Whoever said that. Ima- <laughs> because there's so like, many more species. Imagine the air quality. The air quality Ooh. would probably be so good that Immaculate. like we get sick off of it and like probably get like lightheaded. And there stuff. is a place in the UK. My ninth grade language arts teacher told me about this place. There is a city where you cannot drive a car. What? For like a big fat radius around the city, so it is like completely clean, like over the city. And she said that she visited there, and she literally, she's like, I have never smelt such, I've never inhaled such clean air in my entire life. <laughs> so when she are we going? Like, ah, tomorrow. Good. Okay. Oh, <laughs> private jet. We'll go on our dinosaur that we oh, saved in your closet. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> I'm so down. It's the weekend. We gotta be back before Monday. Because we still got school. Yeah, whatever. um, So yeah, even if you don't believe in climate change, fossil fuels are disappearing. Disappearing. (laughs) Disappearing. I I tried to ignore it. (laughs) Fossil fuels are disappearing. Coal is going away. Trees are no longer a renewable resource. Water is going away. Oh, that's the other thing that I was going to say. Water is like all of... Water is... Um, like all of the water on the earth is about the size of three Australias, which is not that big. Dang, Australia is small. Australia, Australia is pretty is small. small. Yeah. Isn't it like the same size as Alaska or something? I have no idea, but it's really small. Yeah, it, it might be bigger than that. I don't know, but that's not big at all. Mm-hmm. And it's going away. So also, do if you don't believe in climate change, WID, bro. No hate, but. I don't even what. <laughs> WID, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, see. Yeah, that, Bill Nye. Watch some Bill Nye, bro. Bill yeah. Nye, Bill Nye, okay. Bill Nye actually has a lot of stuff. Magic School Bus? No, Magic no. School Bus. Magic School Bus was where it was at. It, okay, come yeah, on, get some credit. Magic School Bus was pretty <laughs> good. You. It was. But Bill Nye, even recently, he's been talking a lot about climate change. Really? Especially mm. because people are like, oh, earth is not warming it's hot outside like that is literally not what climate change means bro climate change can mean that's why okay my age teacher was saying we don't call it global warming anymore because there are some places that are getting aggressively cold that aren't supposed to be cold and there are some places that are getting way too hot Yeah. yeah like she was saying something about how if like the circulation of like how air is right now stops europe is gonna be so cold 
like colder than it already gets in the winter and it, it gets pretty cold in europe i would mm-hmm. say she said it's going to be even colder she was saying that there's this current called the thermohaline circulation which is basically like warm water in the gulf area travels about on the surface and then sinks at the poles because it's cold and she said that if all of the glaciers melt there's not going to be cold water there anymore for this oh. circulation to keep happening and this circulation literally mm. powers our currents like we have our mm. own ac and without that ac then that's a problem yeah and it, ac is not necessarily just for hot it's exactly hot and cold too so climate change is happening if you don't believe it okay but it is happening and if not if you don't believe it Think about what Milan said. Everything is disappearing. So, yes. So that's what, <laughs> that what I will leave this on. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're gonna close this off with a little challenge. Ooh. Let's make a challenge where you actively are doing something, such as maybe you're brushing your teeth and you're just turning the water off in yeah. between. You probably heard that in first grade, but hey, like. That water may really impact a family that needs it. If mm-hmm. you take 14-minute showers, take a 10-minute shower. Try to, mm-hmm. you know, challenge yourself to do 10. 10. Literally, even take a 13-minute shower. Just do something faster exactly. than you would normally do it. Yeah. Exactly. Turn so, some lights off. Yeah. yeah just, just in this next week, try and do one thing. Just one thing repeatedly for the entire week. Hopefully, and you'll keep doing it. Yes, and build on that Yeah, Let us yeah. know what you do, too. I'm going to yeah. challenge myself, too. Yeah, I have yeah. stuff to work on. You know what? Can we leave us on one thing that we're going to do this week? Okay. Same yes. Thing. Okay. Um, so this week, I'm going to challenge myself to take only 10-minute showers. Mm. Oh, dang, you stole mine. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I'm going to do that, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can sometimes be bad with leaving lights on. Yeah, me also. So I'm going to challenge myself to make sure if I'm not using the light or electricity for, you know, no reason, make sure to turn it off. And that's our challenge, guys. Look I'm at gonna that. Recycle. Recycle. I, I already recycle, but I'm going to recycle more because there there's genuinely some stuff where I'm like, oh, I'm too lazy to rinse it out. Right. Yeah. Like, girl, just rinse it out and recycle it because. There we go. So that's our initiative. Hopefully you guys have have some too. Please share it with us. Yeah, you know, I would like and to like, know can you so guys like do it too. send us some pictures too so we can repost it on our Instagram? Yeah. We're a community here. We're a family, okay? And we want to see what you guys are doing. We want to hear. We want to know. So let us know. Yeah. CC. Love All right, it. you guys. Okay. Wait, wait. Well, wait. You so have, that you no, can. You have to say something. I, I said CC. She said wait, wait. You have to say. TT. No, no, like, <laughs> oh. yes. In oh. a different language. Oh, um, da. Two times. Da, da. da. That's weird. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, in order for you to uh, share with us your environmental journey, our Instagram is at justa.podcast. Yay. Woo-hoo. Our website is? Oh, my goodness. Let's. Let's Just get this a podcast, K-A-M, at wixsite.com slash home. Yep. Yes. And Girl, I remember. <laughs> Killer. Yeah. Literally. Thank so, you all for listening. Thank you guys for listening. And we believe in you. Let's make a change together. We have to start from somewhere. See, woo-woo. And we're going to start with ourselves. All right. We're out. Peace. See you soon. Aw. <laughs>